It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. That is my motto. (laughs) Welcome to Reinventing This Shit Show, a podcast for moms who are just trying to make it through the day. I'm Millie. And I'm Maxine. We're We're friends. friends. We're moms. We're having having a midlife crisis. Won't you join us? Oh, now we're recording. Okay. All right. So hi. Hi. That's a funny face you're making. (laughs) I haven't seen you in a really long time. We haven't seen each other in a few weeks Mm -hmm. ever since I started my fucking job. Like, honestly. Right? Isn't that when was the... That was the last... I honestly... I don't remember when I saw you last. I don't know. And we... Yeah, you are... That's kind of sad. I know. And now, dear listener, we're remote. And we it's are. Be so sad. We're not even together. Like what? Oh well. We've done all of our episodes together mm-hmm. up until now. Yeah. So if you hear like a weird, um, weird sound issue, we're learning. So I think it'll be yeah. fine. I think you sound good. I don't fucking I th- know. You're doing all of it, so I'm sure it will be good. I don't know. It's a whole new world for me. So. So, <laughs> oh, I have ice cream in my throat. I can't say. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So, what's so happening? Oh, God. What's up? You already know because you've, ha- you've heard all of my cry, cry phone calls and texts. Oh. And no, it's good. I love my new job. It's just. Yeah, so tell me about your job. We really much. haven't talked too much about the actual job, more the just commute and stuff. It's It's great. Like, you know, I've been I've been working up to working on a college campus. You know, that's been my goal forever mm-hmm. in a few different jobs, but the one that I have in particular, and it's literally everything I thought it would be. So that's kind of cool. Like what I pictured with all the sunshine and rainbows and shit. Like yeah. that's really I it's I love what I do. It's so much less pressure than being a principal of a private school. And right. Um, yeah. And working in district and it's just kind of when you get to this level of academia, it's mm-hmm. nice. It's nice to be surrounded God, I love by all of that. Campus. I I'm telling there's you, no, I love there's it. There's no better feeling than a college campus. You're I just know. surrounded by learning and yes. people doing and, what they want to do and Well, and that's that's exactly it. it. And like I, I love the people I work with. I love my boss. I love my office. I the campus is beautiful. I take walks at lunch and but as you know, the commute is fucking horrible. And so that's yeah. kind of the really challenge bad. at the moment. I'm never, ever, ever home. And that's been a huge adjustment for me mm-hmm. and the fam. And um I'm f- exhausted. <laughs> And I hear your cat in the background. I think she misses you. (laughs) Yeah, she does. God, because when we got her, I was home. And I know she's raising herself. She's a latchkey kitty. (laughs) She's a latchkey kitty. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) She's she's raising herself. But it's good. I'm tired. That's all I have to say. You're tired. tired. I know. I think I woke you up to record this episode. You kind of did. app is not focused like what the hell does that mean i don't know i'm just is it an app i don't know i'm gonna have to be real honest here like i think i already said this we don't know what we're doing no this is like we're using squadcast for the first time um 
Well, I want to give a real quick shout out to my friend Kate, who gets real excited every time we say dear listener. She says, every time you say listener, I raise my hand. I say, that's me. So hi, Kate. (laughs) Thanks, Kate. Thanks, dear listener. That's awesome. So anyway. Well, so so the job's amazing. The commute sucks. And And then trying to write at the same time, you know, because I'm. And do a class. Yeah, I'm writing my dissertation. I'm having a hard time fitting that in and it's making me a little squirrely and anxious and screamy into a pillow, but um, Uh, it'll sort itself out. Um, It will. It'll, it'll be okay. It's just a little rocky at the moment. Um, What the fuck's going on with you? Oh, well, uh, (laughs) I started a new podcast. (laughs) Oh yeah. I mean, we talked about that last time. Yeah. Yeah. So I did change the name. I felt like anxious as fuck, although it really describes me might put some people off that could possibly benefit, you know, Mm. from what I'm doing. And I didn't, they sound like people I'm not interested in, but yeah, yeah. Well, make it a little gentler. Right. I just don't want to like, I don't know. I mean, obviously, the number one reason I'm doing it is for myself because I just need to hold myself accountable and it's working. I got to say, because I, so I've been doing the Mel Robbins morning routine for actually a little bit longer than necessary, but I'm going to be recording that episode soon. But I just started my alcohol free work week. And yeah, I see a glass of wine in your hand. So that's not applicable. It's Friday. To today. No, 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 no. It's Friday. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So no, I was really, 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 really good. And there was definitely a couple days this week where I was like, this day sucked. I really want a glass of wine. Did and you, I probably would have had a glass better? of wine. Did you uh, sleep Yeah. Everything's better. Yeah. Everything huh. is better. See? Mm-hmm. See? I know. Except for my evenings. My evenings aren't better. <laughs> <laughs> so no, oh, I yeah. mean, I was really looking forward to my glass of wine tonight. I'm not going to lie. But yeah, I mean, had I not had the podcast, I think I probably would have folded and had a glass of wine one time this week. So um, that's so is, good. Though. <laughs> there she goes, oh, yawning. Sorry. You're gonna make me yawn. So there's oh, that. I'm so glad that you went all week. I did. Yeah, yeah, and it's great. I mean, it really is is good for me. And I'm ramping up to my husband not being home for like the next fucking year. Yeah, no, it that's seems coming like. up really soon. Yeah. So sorry. I'm, you know, I think she's throwing I'm, staplers. I'm, I'm trying sure to stay happening. upright. Okay. Yeah. We, yeah, we're gonna have to make this a short one. So okay. No, so no, yeah, I started a no. new podcast and I'm working on my fear of flying and I am working with a certified flight instructor and I'm hoping to take a discovery flight in a tiny ass plane where I will be afraid that I'll roll down the window and throw myself out as soon as we leave the ground. But other than that I don't I don't think they'll do that but i i'm no you know i just think it's cool as fuck though because you're doing all this like self shit right now i'm trying you want to hear a sweet story yes so i i met with a certified certified flight instructor the other Mm -hmm. day and i brought home a couple of pamphlets on like learning to fly Mm -hmm. and um i just set them somewhere and this morning second daughter Mm -hmm. um says to me i just want to tell you I'm really proud of you for oh, holy shit. how hard you're working to get over your fear of flying because I know you worry that you're traumatizing us and mm. you're working so hard and I'm just really, really proud of you. That is the cutest thing I've ever heard. And maybe that dickhead husband of yours should take some lessons from her. <laughs> it would be nice, right? Yeah. But it was one of those moments where I literally stopped and just went, remember this moment. 
Oh, this is God. one of those. Like, yeah, where you have memory. to take like a, a picture, you know what I mean? A little snapshot like a, in my Yeah. Head. Yes. God, that's so cute. I know. You know, they don't fucking miss anything. Even, no, which, even the good stuff. They don't miss it. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so that's my catch up. That's what's happening here. Is that really like, how my gone? face looks? Your face looks fine. (laughs) We really do this. This is a bad idea. (laughs) I know we've talked about this before, but why is my skin slipping off of my fucking skull? I need to like hold my face there. (laughs) I'm just going to hold my face up so it doesn't fall down. Okay. (laughs) All right, everybody. Anyway, what are we talking about? Because, dear listener, for the first time. Oh, God. Is that what you're going to say? For the first time, I did not put together our outline, which that is my role in all of this. Millie does 98% of the work <laughs> and then the 2%, which involves our content for the week. I always do. And yeah. I did not this week because of said job. And mm-hmm. Millie sent me this outline, which kind of looks I like, like to call a dissertation. Honestly, It's my dissertation. I, I'm, I looked at it and I'm like, I, I don't even know what we're doing, so I'm not okay. going to look at it. And I'm going to let okay, you don't have to look at it. Here's what we're going to do. You're okay. going to tell me what to talk about, and we're going to talk about it. I'm not going to look at the outline because there's too many words on that page, and you're just going to tell me what to talk it's, about. Honestly, the outline is more for me because I don't remember anything, and this is my way of remembering things. So, okay. And so you wrote gonna, this like we're fucking film critics. We are not film critics. No, no, no. Well, the problem is I used AI to help me write it, which is why. But oh, it's man, just I some, do see some movies that I love, though. Okay. So it's just some thoughts. Okay. So here we go. So <laughs> the, ti- the title of my outline is, Why Are 80s Movies Better? Because I think 80s movies are better than all movies. Agree or disagree? Are. Okay, agree. Agree. But... There's a few different reasons for that, but I I okay. do agree that 80s movies are, 80s, early 90s movies are the best fucking movies ever made. They're timeless. Okay, and, and why? But why are they timeless? Why does everybody loves fucking 80s movies, including me? They're the best movies, but why do we love them so much? But for us, watching a movie was an experience, not like it is now. Like, I mean, Good you know, point. we... We went to the movies and it was a big deal and it was a treat and it was like a thing. Or when you first got like a VHS and holy shit, you could watch movies at home. Or you had to rent the fucking VHS. But it was still an event. You know, it's like, oh, we're watching a movie tonight. Oh, we're renting a movie tonight. It's not the same now because we're so saturated with literally anything that we want to watch, we can watch it immediately. But back then, if you went to Blockbuster and it was rented, you didn't get to see it. That's right. if you got movie tickets or you didn't get movie tickets, you didn't see it then. There wasn't another option. You know, now you, it doesn't matter. If you want to see something, you will see it. I put together a four page outline for this episode and you just nailed it with something that wasn't even on it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's exactly right i mean do you remember like my dad used to go to family video or blockbuster they were across the street from each other i, I think we had family video first and then blockbuster yeah. came to town which yeah. was um, you know a miracle a and he'd come yeah. home with the actual vhs player and yes. the tape yes 
and, and it we'd was an all event. gather around, gather yeah. around for I have news. Popcorn, Name the movie. Like, we got to have pop, you know, like it was a it was a huge thing, and now nothing's a huge thing because you have access to everything to all everything. the time. Yeah, so it, there isn't a thing anymore. You know, mm-hmm. like I think that's really what it was, and I don't, I don't. I just think so many of those movies like encapsulated that moment in time for us because it was such a significant thing that we were already doing. And then we see an incredible movie on top of that. And I don't know, we all just wanted to be like those guys. I mean, I'm trying to think like Ferris Bueller for me. Uh Oh, that's on my list like four times on this, this list here. That's probably the most influential one for me, like late childhood, early teen. Because yeah. my parents let us watch that pretty early. I was probably like maybe 10 or 11 the first time I saw it. And I mean, and that's the other thing too. You, again, I keep going back to this. You didn't have a million channels and stuff. And so mm-hmm. if you had access to a VHS movie, you watched that fucker over and over oh, and over mm-hmm, and over again. Mm-hmm. Because and that was the only thing you had. We tended to watch movies that were above our age range a little bit too. Yeah, like that's, that's because an the people thing. in high school were like in their thirties. Like think about like Breakfast <laughs> Club and those guys. Oh my god, they were mid twenties. Greece. I just read about this, and I think I read it on this BuzzFeed article that I put in our outline. The um, Mar- was it Marty? Is that her name? Marty, the um, sex pot in yeah, Greece. Yeah. Yeah, she was like 17. The rest of them were in their 30s or maybe late 20s. Gross. Isn't that weird? Well, and that shit wouldn't fly now. No. I mean, 90210, they were all in their 30s. Like, it's, yeah. it's all, it was all like that. But so, okay, so here's the list that I have of why we loves, love 80s movies. So okay. they're timeless coming of age stories. Mm-hmm. So like Breakfast Club, that's a, I mean, it feels, it feels timeless. Sixteen yep. Candles, Pretty in Pink, all of them. They it is timeless because I don't know if you've started, but I, my kids have watched all of those and they love. My them. kids haven't yet, but I'm I'm excited. Like I'm excited yeah. to introduce them to all of them. Yeah. Right? Like my I've got a fourteen, almost fifteen year old, and I'm like, we need to watch The Breakfast Club. She needs to watch Pretty in Pink. She will love that one. Do you think? Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. pink's like her anti-color, but yeah. I know, I but mean, it's it's Molly Ringwald's character and what she stands for and how much she doesn't give a shit right? about anybody else. She's going to yes. be her. I love it. You know? I love it. Okay. So, what's the next one? It says fun fantasy before CGI. Oh, so, man. like we're talking ET, Back to the Future, like that was all before CGI. So, I looked it up. CGI actually started earlier than I thought. It started in the 70s, um, like in the early oh, 70s. Really? But it was super shitty, like very little. In fact, it said that the original Star Wars first three movies had some CGI in it. That's hard for me to believe. I don't know if that's actually true. But I need to ask. CGI didn't start till later. No, my my Star Wars nerds aren't home or they would be no. able to speak to well, that. Well, they can tell us. They're obsessed and they know all those facts, but I'm I sure they do when they say it. So I don't really know, but um, that's interesting because the seventies, how, what kind of CGI the seventies? I don't think it was much. I think it, but it was, oh, they said it was like some of the plane, the, um, 
the the fighter what do they call them i don't know i'm not a i i love star wars but i'm not a star wars like person i do so not I love know, star wars <laughs> some of those flight scenes i think were cgi there were, were some movies. in the 70s i don't know well like um, et was i think a mm-hmm. big one for all of us and then did you ever watch flight of the navigator did you ever I watch that? I did, and I can't remember much about or it. You know, the, the Dark worst Crystal. Memory ever. Oh my yeah, God, The Dark Crystal. We loved it. Okay, so that's another part. Like, 80s movies were fucking scary. They were scary. Never ending story. Like, yes. think about, think about um, the nothing in the never ending oh story, God. which was nothing. But maybe that's that why I got anxiety. Wolf. Those movies were scary. The Skeksis yes. in never ending, uh, in, um, uh, the Dark Crystal, like mm-hmm. that stuff was really, 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 really scary. scary, and it was for kids. I know, and I'm trying Wait, to think. Oh, what was that one that I loved so much? The Last Unicorn. Okay, not I as scary as some of those, but definitely depressing. She was the last of her species, the last of her kind, the last unicorn, and then it. There was a whole thing later where like the unicorns come out of the sea. I I don't. I mean, I've seen it a hundred times. I still don't really understand it. Okay. I think someone was on drugs when they made it, but. Oh, but that's it too. I mean, everybody was high when they did those like crazy ass. Right. What about, did you ever see Return to Oz? Not oh, Oz. God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Scariest that fucking movie. movie ever, right? Yes. With the wheelies where they like disintegrate and the heads, the wall of heads and she picked a and new the, head and put it the, on. That guy, the, he was supposed to be cute too. That like, um. That Tin Man kind of uh, robot. No, Jack Pumpkinhead. Yes, that like, that movie scared the shit out of me. I know, and we loved it, but it was so scary. So that and yeah, these were like kids movies. Shit. We would not be showing our kids now. No, right? in fact, I I started to show them Return to Oz, and then was like, no way, that's too fucking scary. And I when they I did watch the. No, when they did watch The NeverEnding Story, they were scared, like genuinely scared. I, I would be scared watching it right now. The NeverEnding never Story scared the God. shit out of me. But I love that movie. It was so dark. I know. It was so lovely. And the oh, music. Okay. So um, charismatic, character-driven plot. What the fuck is this that you wrote? This is like a real. I what do you didn't mean by write that? it? AI AI wrote it, but it, it. Think about it. Think about like Ferris Bueller's Day Off, which you said is like one of the best movies ever. It is. It's, that's totally character-driven, right? It's all about the characters. It's not really about the plot so much. It's about no, all the characters. It's, it's it's about Ferris and yeah. Well, yeah, and, uh, all the shit what's his, he does. his friend who like Cameron, finally stands up Cameron's to his dad. Pride. Yes, Good old yeah. Cam- in fact, we went to the bowling alley the other weekend to I don't know some event that we had to attend. Anyway, it was fine. It was a you know my husband was better at everyone than bowling, and I left. You know, off. he but probably secretly practiced because he has he to probably be the best. did. I know. God, yeah, so he hard. even annoyed the the like other lawyer that was there. I was like, do you? I said, do you see what I live with? And he and she misheard me and thought I said, do you see why I love him? And she was like, no, I don't get it. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 no. I didn't say, do you see why I love him? I said, do you see what I live with? And she was like, oh, yes, I get it. Oh, I like her. Give yeah. me her phone number. Yeah, we'll talk too. about Tony. But I mean, it was husband. so. We will talk about but husband. But give me we'll talk number. about husband. So, but at the, it's one of those fancy bowling. They're all fancy now, right? And at the yeah. end. 
there's like all these screens and one of the screens is playing Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And we walked in uh-uh. and older daughter who is 14 and maybe has seen that movie one time, maybe, caught a glimpse of it out of the corner of her eye and said, is that Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Yes. And when I looked up, it was a commercial for something. And I was like, no, I don't know what this is. What are you talking about? And like three minutes later, I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> this is Ferris Bueller's Day Off. But how interesting is that, that somebody in 2024 who's 14 just catches a random glimpse and knows that it's mm-hmm. Ferris Bueller. You can't say that about movies now. They don't hit you mm-hmm. in the same way. And again, it's because there's so goddamn many of them. Mm-hmm. But that she knows that that's what that is. Yeah, I mean, she's not. She's like, oh, that's, yeah, right? I mean, yeah. yeah. Okay, great music. Oh, God, yeah. Well, I mean, that's true of, I mean, the Star Wars trilogy, Back to well, the Future... Yeah. Well, it's not a trilogy anymore, but it used to be a trilogy. Back to the Future, E.T. Indiana Jones. Indi- all oh, well, God. that's a lot of John Williams, too. Yes, it is. It's great music. It is. And you have so a fantastic. Hans Zimmer did a bunch of crap in the early 90s. And I'm trying to think of there's a bunch of movies that I love that he did the music for all those. But that was like was nine- the terrorist from um, what's what's the <laughs> Die Hard? Wasn't that Hans Zimmer? I don't know. I do you know no, that I don't think I've ever seen Die Hard? <gasps> I know. You've never seen Die Hard? I don't think so. Okay, you have like, to see Die Hard. Like, I know lines from it, but I don't think that I've ever actually watched it. No, you because have to watch Die thing. Hard. When everybody talks about a movie and how awesome it is. It makes me not want to watch it. And so I think it was a situation like that, like 20 years mm-hmm. ago. I was like, I'm not going to fucking watch it. All you guys keep talking about it. And so then I just never saw it. I have a friend from college who had, I don't know, I'm guessing still hasn't, at that time had never seen Sound of Music. And we were music majors, musical theater, opera. And I was like, you've never seen Sound of Music? She was like, no, and I never will because everyone responds that way. Mm. And I should should message her and ask her if she's she's ever ever seen it. it. Because she was not seeing it out of spite. Well, it's not that good, so I get it, but... Oh, come on yeah. now. Well, I don't oh. like the sound of music. You like no. a lot of those old... Well, I don't want to be in it. I don't. I don't want to be in it. I just remember it from my childhood and, you know, yeah, I and that's 5,000 times. I think that's the point of all of this is because, because movies were such an event for us growing up, we remember where we were the first time we saw yeah. pretty... I can pretty much tell you the moment. Uh, you can't, you know, because of your... I have no memory. But I can remember where I was, like, every single one of these movies, like, because they were so important. Because it mm-hmm. was always such a big thing, which now it's mm-hmm. like... Right, if now you, you watch whatever. Oh, is it on Netflix yet? Me. I'll yeah, I- I'll catch it on... Yeah, exactly. Or I'll pay three dollars on amazon or whatever right we're so lazy it just doesn't even matter anymore like it used to and i kind of miss that you know i miss movies being so like like hitting you so hard like that yeah there's a couple i remember where i mean i saw et in the theater and i don't think i actually remember it because i was really really young but i've heard so many times the story about <clears throat> about them taking me, my parents taking me to CET, and I do remember seeing Schindler's List because that was a oh um, god, I remember that high too. school, yeah, it was a it was high school high field school. trip, which god, they wouldn't do now. And I just, re- but, um, I, yeah, I remember being so devastated by that movie. They they brought us back to school and said, "You don't have to go back to class." 
Like no. people just sit, just sit somewhere because none of us could function when they brought us back. And you're right. They would not do that now. Mm-mm. Maybe they no. should, you know. They should. they should. I mean, I just was, I'm in a book club now. Um, <clears throat> I'm in a, a band book club. Oh, that's and right. We, we just read a book about the Holocaust. Yeah, didn't you just, read Ellie Wazell's book, Night? I did. I did. One that's, of my yeah. most favorite books ever, even though I, didn't, I can't. It's gut-wrenching. It was gut-wrenching and very, very difficult to You uh, need to watch. And I've, already, I've already told you this. You've never listened to me, but you <laughs> need to watch his interview with Oprah. He did okay, yes, I do. Right before he died, and... It was so good. I mean, you think the book is good? Listen to him talk about all that stuff. I don't. It was hard to get through. But the whole point of reading it was that it's banned in our schools yes. now. Yeah. So, Which is interesting yeah, because I told you my senior is reading it right now. Even though what? he's already read it before, his his right, his English school? teacher, they're they're reading it. Well, yeah, this whole banned book thing. In fact, I, I raised the question like maybe we shouldn't be calling them banned books because they're not technically banned Mm -hmm. and it's a real good out for the people who are trying to get rid of them because they can say they're not banned and they can shut us right down but yeah um so it's not technically banned it's just been um challenged i guess Mm -hmm. so but yeah it was it's one of the most powerful like 200 pages it's a really short book it was the most powerful (laughs) thing i've ever read it's beautiful the way he writes and just his description, it's just, oh, yeah. it's hard. So anyway, to... so yeah, Schindler's List, that's, oof, that's one. Although that's not 80s, that would be what, early 90s? Yeah, mid 90s. Mid 90s. And then the last one I have is, I couldn't think of the right word. I wrote standout directors. It's not, that's not really the right word. I'm talking about, um, what's his name? Who John did Hughes, all of those. Thank George you. Lucas. John Hughes. Yep, and George Well, and George Lucas, Lucas but... was... I mean, because he he did a, not just Star Wars. He did a bunch of other like we, like I think he actually had a hand in um, the Dark Crystal. No, that was Jim Henson. Jim that, Henson did that. Yeah, who did but Muppets? I see, yeah, but there's something there. I can't I, remember. I, I, I can some see it. A George there. Lucas, like yeah. No, I can. But see you're that. right about I, John Hughes. That was the '80s. Was his time? '80s and early '90s. Because he did all okay. of that stuff. All of the good ones. So I'm just going to read you a little, like, this is sort of the breakdown that I got about, like, 80s. And this was 80s versus 90s. Because I thought, yeah. you know, the 90s movies were, it was a good time, too. But it's just super different. So yeah. the, the 80s were formulaic. It says distinct <laughs> genres and broad appeal. And then the 90s started breaking conventions and got a little darker. So if you think mm-hmm. about like um, Clerks and what were the other ones? like Mall Rats. And yeah, all that stuff. And like Reality Amy. Bites. Yeah, all yeah. those were kind of Well, like, and you have little... um, Tarantino, all of Tarantino's films, Pulp Fiction. Yeah, and that's in here. Pulp Fiction was a major one. Um, Jackie Brown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, so the 80s was sort of optimistic endings. So it's like E.T., right? Where it was like this sci-fi thing. It was really scary. It was dark. But then in the end, it was like, okay, everything was kind of okay, you know? Mm -hmm. Where Mm -hmm. then the 90s has The Matrix, which is just dark and 
you know, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I never actually saw The Matrix. No, I've never I seen it. I should admit that. Okay, good. Mm-mm. Um. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Sorry, not The Matrix. It's I'm losing myself in my own notes, my own dissertation. So E.T. versus Jurassic Park. So E.T. is like the sci-fi with like the heartwarming, like feel good, nostalgic feel. And then Jurassic Park is just like, oh, fuck. Right. Jurassic Park is one of those movies where I remember exactly where I was when I saw it. And I like, I don't know if, so I'm a big dinosaur person. I was really into dinosaurs. Yeah. When I was little. Oh, well you were a bug kid too. I remember that. Yeah. And so for my ninth birthday, my parents took me to Chicago to see Sue, which is the Mm T-Rex and the field museum. And, um, so I've always been obsessed. Jurassic Park was something that I was like, I was there the minute it came out. It was a huge thing. And I remember, like, I loved the movie. It scared the shit out of me, but I loved it so much. I remember coming out of the movie and sitting at um, a burger place with one of my friends, um, Winstead's, um, and looking out the window thinking that I might see a dinosaur walk by because I was, like, in seventh grade, and it, but that movie, like, I spent years thinking this could really happen, which is, you know, stupid. I mean, it, although in they some way are it, like, I mean, they are been doing weird yeah, shit with, been doing old stuff with DNA and, with, yeah, yeah. You no, know, they have with like prehistoric stuff, not necessarily T-Rexes, but with maybe uh, it will be prophetic. I don't know, but I'm telling you that was one of those movies where you, I came out of it and I, and I was changed, you know, like, because wow. that's how movies were. And I don't, I don't I don't want to say that it was just because we were kids. I I think that it was I don't it was that just it that it was it was such an event where it's not like that anymore. And so all of those movies had such an impact on us, you know, because it was a big deal to even see them. You know. Well, and um, they've stuck around. I mean, it's not I yeah. don't think that it's just us because we're nostalgic and our it's our kids. Like 80s yes. and okay Jurassic Park is 90s but it's you know it's in there it's still it's uh, they're still here like it, yeah. people still love them all okay yeah. so let's see what was the next one um so the 80s were action focused where the 90s relied a little more on dialogue I can see that we're going from like these big like in your face movies to kind of like these weirder like darker I don't know it but that's not with, true like, think about no Think about Ferris Bueller. Think about mm-hmm. um, Breakfast Club. We keep saying that. Think about You're right. Can't Buy Me Love. Think about those. Were oh all my God! Movies. It's been so long since I thought about Can't Buy Me Love. Oh, I God. loved that movie. Can't buy me love. Uh, Patrick Dempsey. I mean, did we not all love him oh, from that movie? I so, loved that movie. I don't know if I agree with that because okay. 80s movies were very relational and dialogue. I mean. The the conversations and exchanges between like I'm thinking about Ducky and Molly Ringwald's character and pretty yes no you're right and sixteen candles there was some pretty heavy I mean if you're gonna say that the 80s were big because of like Star Wars and the beginning of Indiana Jones maybe but there was a lot of stuff that was not action-packed either. I it think was, this was talking it, more like there were some big blockbuster action. Like, wasn't that like Rambo and stuff? 
Well, was that later? Yeah, and Rocky, but right. those, but they weren't like, Rocky. I even though like, wasn't really action packed, it was no. really more about the relationships and stuff. And that's what I'm. I I feel like the '90s. I mean, yeah, you had some of those like edgier, darker mm-hmm. Tarantino and Kevin Smith movies, but but then you also had really big like Terminator and oh yeah, um, that's true. Indiana Jones and Last Crusade was was big. I mean that that didn't happen until the '90s. I'm trying to think of other '90s movies. Wasn't Die Hard in the '90s? I'm pretty sure it was. Probably. But like, I mean, if you think about big. it, it kind of follows. And this was another another point in my um, twenty thousand page outline that the movies kind of followed society, which isn't a surprise. But the '80s yeah. were like a rocking good time for a lot of people. I mean, the economy was good. There was a lot of drugs and yeah, everybody had glow. Everything it was, was great. bright. Yeah. The colors were neon. Everything was big. It was flashy. It was whatever. And then the nineties came and grunge came and everything got just a little darker and technology was getting more like, yeah, for real. And so it's, well, you it have, interesting. Um, you have edgier teen movies for the nineties. Um, Cruel Intentions, that's a good mm-hmm. example. Some dark shit that was yep. super influential over all of us at that. I mean, mm-hmm. we were a little, well, we were probably like late teens when that one came out. But that's a that's pushing boundaries big time. I think that's when we kind of started yeah. seeing, because like teen movies before that, kids is another one that's like that. But um, teen movies like in the 80s, you, you didn't see the like, dark shit i'm trying to think of a way to say it like think of all the teenagers that we knew and loved in the 80s and then think about cruel intentions and and like mm-hmm. those characters were dark and like, they had 80s movies nasty wound up okay yeah right yeah like, and, even yeah. like don't tell mom the babysitter's dead one of my favorite oh, God, movies ever right like they're like scaling yeah. a skyscraper in chicago they could die any moment yeah, it's but fine. it's fine. No, it's all going to be fine. It's always going to be she, fine. She's the babysitter. She got him home. She cleaned the macaroni she, off the counter. Good. She's reading a magazine. It's good. Right? Everything's yeah. fine. Yeah. Yeah. I, maybe that's what we love about 80s movies so much is that they always end up okay. Wait like, a minute. You're talking about adventures in babysitting, not Don't Tell Mom. Oh, the yeah, 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 yeah. Which is also Sorry. an incredible movie. Don't Tell Mom the oh, Babysitter's gosh. Dead. It's Christina Applegate when they the the nanny dies and her mom's in Australia and she works for a fashion icon oh my and God, she you're pretends right. to, that's a great one too I need but to again that one everything works it. out good yeah everything's yeah. good so in the her 80s everything home. could be scary but everything wound up okay right like yeah. oh labyrinth was that an 80s movie oh yeah do you remember yeah, that that's that a was good one. fucked up yeah it's weird as hell but man, the colors and I can't wait to show my kids. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, a fucked up movie, not- and I'm like, I can't wait for my kids to be ready for this one. I think my older one might be. Okay, she definitely is. You have a bunch of movies that she should have already watched, so you need to get so on many, that. So yeah. many movies. We're gonna. Well, when when Dad's gone for twenty thousand years, maybe we'll. Work but that's that in. so cruel intentions. Then that kind of leads into American Pie, which is a nut like. That if you think about that in comparison to eighties high school mm-hmm. movies, no, yes, because that that's really another one into like 
some shit that people were actually doing in high school, you know? Right. And then like 80s had, um, what was the one? I had it, I had it listed on here. 80s. Fast Times um, at Ridgemont High. Porky's, Fast Times yeah. at Ridgemont High. Yeah. Right. But then like, American Pie was like, oh, Jesus. Whoa. And then what was, when was American Beauty? That one really fucked oh, me up. That's a great that, movie. But, but great dark movie. as hell. You stole the words right out of my mouth. That's about the same time as American Pie. Late is 90s. It? Yeah. Which is why I always got the titles mixed up. Because American yeah. Pie, American yeah, Beauty. But two very different yeah. movies. Couldn't be different. <laughs> is that a word? Couldn't be more different. <laughs> But again, look at the high school kids in American Beauty. I mean, look at Mina Savari trying to seduce a, I mean, there was some mm-hmm, mm-hmm. creepy shit, which she was in American Pie too. So that's interesting. But yeah. um, just a really different depiction of high school in a 10 year time frame. You know, exactly. like it just got a lot more like and, risque. Yeah. And then. So, okay, that brings me then to like movies of today, which we seem to have sort of swung back and everything seems a little milk toast now. Like everything's kind of... No, the problem I have with everything now is nobody has a fucking original thought. All we do is go back and take shit from the 80s and 90s and redo it. That's all... They call it a reboot. Yeah, there's... They had to come up with a word for it. No. It's all... And and it's not as good as the original. I mean, I know we sound like old people when we say that, but... It's true. Have a fucking original idea, please. No, it's everything. Even Broadway. It's all... Oh, Broadway's even worse, I swear to God, because Broadway is just rebooting the movies now. Yeah, it is. Or just taking whatever, like, oh, oh, let's take all of Alanis Morissette's music and make it to... I mean, now I haven't seen Jagged Little Pill. Maybe it's fantastic. I don't know. but I think it's better than some of the other ones, but there's so many of them now. Right? It's like every artist has one. Yeah. It's irritating. I just, that's my problem with movies now. There's nothing original. I know. I haven't, it makes me crazy. What was the last new movie? And I would really have to think about this. What was Mm. the last new movie that you saw that was like, oh, fuck, that was good? I'm going to say, and I don't even know if it was a good movie or not, but it's just because I'm obsessed with the first one. Mm -hmm. Um, I loved the second Top Gun. And again, it's a sequel, so it's not original, but it is a new story, so they weren't rebooting anything. Did but you like the story, obs- or did you like all the stuff? Because I've been told that, because uh, I didn't go see it, That's, so I don't give a shit, but like um, all the stuff. It was, there were parts of the story that I really liked. I liked that it was um, Goose's son mm-hmm. was now like in his following in his footsteps, and there was a lot of ghosts there, and like, you know, haunted past type thing and mm-hmm. and kind of coming to terms. I think that the story itself could have been done better, but it brought back to life some of the old characters that that was really, yeah. If it had so, been a movie by itself, so if it hadn't been a sequel, I don't know if I would have loved it. And maybe you loved it be- for nostalgic reasons and not exactly. necessarily. Exactly. You know. Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't, and I'm not sure Tom how to Cruise answer looks that. Funny. Yeah, because he's, he's had too much shit plastic done. surgery. It's yeah, they all much. have. I don't know the most recent movie that I've seen that I like new movie. I saw, and this is like a year and a half old. I saw Tick Tick Boom, but that's a musical. But they made yeah. it into a movie, and I really liked the movie. Yeah, um, but that's did I watch the whole movie? I downloaded it for a flight once. Tick uh, Tick Boom told me too. Yeah. 
Oh, and God, I think good. I watched the whole thing. I can't remember. I need to take, I need to What take. else has come out? Like I, and that's the thing too. I uh-huh. used to love to go to the movie theater, but now mm-hmm. the movie theaters aren't that great. And I don't even care about it being expensive. Like I don't, I'll pay for for a good experience, but there's not very many movie theaters mm-hmm. and the show times are weird sometimes. And we have one of those cine bistros, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys yeah. have been to that one, which mm-hmm. I love, but they don't let kids in there after six o'clock, even if they're with their parents. And how old is kid? Like up to 18? 21. Oh, because yeah. they're serving alcohol and they don't want to have so to So the fuck what? If you are my child with me, like they're lazy and they don't want to deal with it. That's why. No. So we yeah. can't even go like as it, you know, and. That sucks. Uh, it's never any good movies anyway, but yeah. Like it's no, kind of hard to go to the movie theater now. Yeah. We don't have, I mean, the Cinebistro we can get to, but um, we have like an AMC or whatever much closer and they just redid it. It is really nice. Like the reclining seats and the yeah. cup holders and it's very, very comfortable. But I don't remember what we saw there last. I mean, it, it might have been Maverick, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. We just don't go that often because I mean, my husband loves going to the movies. But to me, I have to really want to see the movie to pay that amount. And if I don't, then I'll then you don't want to go on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. the know. reality is now you can pretty much see it when it comes out in the theaters on Netflix. You know, it's like yeah, and you can sometimes. Or even like at the same time, if you are willing to pay, but it yeah. is like twenty bucks for the movie. Oh, Barbie! Yeah, you we did not Barbie. see that in the movie. We were going to see it in the theater, and we didn't. Um, we just got it off of Disney. Yeah, or whatever I remember it was you on, that. and that yeah. was um, you saw that. That was that was fun, but like you know, twenty bucks to rent the movie, which is insane if you're thinking about going back to the old days to rent a VHS tape for ninety nine cents, right? Or you know, a couple maybe five dollars if it's like mm-hmm. a new release or something i don't yeah. know but but still it's way cheaper than going to the movies so anyway okay <laughs> all okay, right should we move we on to this um fish bag bowl? now that we're doing this on yeah video, grab that everyone can bowl. see the fish bowl let's grab see if i can grab bowl. something we haven't already talked about i know I, how many we got to clean the fucking thing out I know, but it's like a real. We say that every time. I don't. It's too much. Oh work. my god! I'm going to sh- look. Can you? Let's see. Can you see this? Can you? Oh, read that's that? so weird. Read it that's out loud exactly for our what listeners. We're talking about. Would you rather? Would you rather? Would you rather watch a movie at home or at a movie theater? We were just talking about them. Do you think that disqualifies this as our kind of? Grab back. All right, let's do that. Yeah, okay. it's kind I'll of, just, I mean, unless you want to keep talking about that. No, I'm kind of tired of it. Oh, no, never mm. mind. I don't like that one. I like uh, how you're no. discarding. <laughs> no, these suck. These are all awful. Well, you're the one who put them in there. No. You have no one well, to blame but kids, yourself. No, my kids picked these. I gave them the deck of cards and, oh, okay, this one's interesting. Mm. How well would you get along with someone exactly like you? Mm. I, I don't know. know. I probably think she was a bitch and kind of depressing. You're so not a I bitch. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. I think you come off as very friendly. Well, that's how I come off. But if you actually know the real me. Well, it doesn't say that. It just says how well would you get along with. It doesn't say. Oh, okay. You have to be best friends with yourself. It's just getting along. That's true. Office. Well, and 
compadres. And I, I am trying to, you know, listen to my friend Mel Robbins and like, you know. She's not your friend. Like, but go ahead. She is my, she is my friend. Um, so, you know, I'm high-fiving myself and all. Yeah, I don't know. I think in general, we don't necessarily get along with people who are that much like us. Although I think you and I are a lot of like in We're some really ways. similar with in terms of like um the way we handle um problems in our lives mm-hmm. is very similar. The way yep. we handle communication problems is very similar. Yep. Our anxiety issues are very similar. They're very similar. We're both afraid to fly. Yeah. Although I, mean, I will say that you are like one of the very few people in my life that I can say whatever I mean to. Like yeah, that's yeah. that's no, always been something that. I've loved. Yeah. Like I and I don't worry about like if you're gonna be mad at me, you're just gonna say stopping a bitch. Like that I don't I agree. I don't think that I think this is the easiest relationship in my life, probably. Cause Aww. yeah, it can be like super exactly what I'm thinking, feeling. Mm-hmm. I could say it all. There are absolutely, between us, there are absolutely no secrets. And I don't think I could say that about anybody else. Probably Right? Nobody. Think about it. We have no secrets. There are none. No secrets. Although I didn't Even know though- you were into dinosaurs, but <laughs> I'll forgive it. <laughs> <laughs> no. So I, I think we would get along fine with ourselves. I don't know that I mean, the question wasn't be best friends forever. It was just that's true. How well would you get along? Fine. Yeah. You know why? Yeah, because probably we're fucking fine. awesome. That's why. That is exactly right. We would you get along. Absolutely great. right. Yeah. Because oh, great. I love that. I think that's a great place to end. We are great. All right. All right. So, um, you know, we recorded this ending the last time and I didn't really like it. So I'm just going to say. And you made me do so much stuff. You made me re-record oh, it because I was being silly and you didn't like you it. Were, I know. I know. Well, okay. So I'm just going to say, if you if you like the podcast, please subscribe, rate, mm-hmm. review, mm-hmm. and please share it with your friends because that's how we'll get more listeners and then we'll be even more excited to keep making these quality episodes for you. Yeah. Do you hear my excitement? So I I'm super excited, excited about that. All right. I am. I love talking to our friends, to our dear I listeners. I do too. Thank you again, everyone, for listening. And remember... A midlife crisis is more fun with friends. Goodbye. That is perfect. I love you. I'll talk to you later. I love you.